Welcome to the Vitality Radio Podcast, your source for the truth about health, wellness, and real alternatives to drugs, surgeries, and the status quo of healthcare. Here, you'll find information that empowers you to take control of your health. But it's not just about health and wellness, it's about the politics of healthcare and protecting your health freedom. Now, here's your host, Jared St. Clair. Hello and welcome to Vitality Radio. I'm your host each and every week. My name is Jared St. Clair, and it is good to be with you on another episode of Vitality Radio and the Vitality Radio Podcast. I love doing this show. Thank you so much for listening to me. Vitality Radio is brought to you by Vitality Nutrition in Bountiful, my family-owned shop. We've been there for 43 and a half years. We even survived 2020 there. Kind of amazing. There to serve you with all your health, nutrition, fitness needs, everything that we can do to educate you to take advantage of the options you have available, which are so many now. It's an amazing age that we live in. We want to help you take advantage of those options to take charge of your health and to ultimately achieve the greatest level of vitality that you can. That's what Vitality Radio is all about. If you have questions about anything you hear on the show, you just give us a call, 801-292-6662. That's 801-292-6662. We are located in Bountiful, Utah, but no matter where you are, you can give us a call and we will help you over the phone with whatever your needs are. You can also visit our website, vitalitynutrition.com, as well as vitalityradio.com if you'd like to check out all 95-ish episodes of Vitality Radio that are there. And of course, it's available on your favorite podcast app and very, 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 very soon, even on YouTube. In fact, I'm recording this show on video, as if you're watching it now, you can see, but if you're listening, it'll be up on YouTube very soon. I'm just working out the kinks. Okay, so Vitality Radio is all about education. One of the things that I have decided to do a lot more of in 2021 are workshops, seminars, classes, whatever you want to call them. Uh, Oftentimes, I'll call them specifically Vitality Radio Live events. These are things that are deeper dives into the things that I talk about on Vitality Radio. Other times I'll have special guests speaking, but uh, we've already just wrapped up this last Wednesday, a women's health seminar where we talked all about hormonal balance for women from the earliest of ages to the latest of ages, everything from prepubescence to postmenopause. We covered all those details with Amanda Cotter and myself doing the educating. It was a really great time enjoyed by, well, I think all. Uh, I certainly enjoyed it. And then this next week, we have a new one, which is as exciting as any seminar I have ever had the opportunity to put on. It is our first Vitality NAAP seminar. Now, NAAP, you may have heard of through Vitality Radio. You may have heard episode 39 of the Vitality Radio podcast with Lamont Wilcox. He is the one that developed this amazing process. It's neuro-auto-associative programming. And he is the one that has certified me and my two friends, Rachel Anderson and Michelle Gelightly to teach this and facilitate it for people. So that is what we're doing. Our very first one is this next week on the 26th of January at seven o'clock. We're going to have about an hour 
long seminar followed by 20 to 30 minutes of Q&A. As long as people want to ask questions, we'll stick around. But basically what we're trying to accomplish here is to get you the information you need to decide if this program resonates with you. Because it resonated with me and my friends and a lot of new friends that I've met, and it has been truly a game changer. I'm telling everybody I know about it because it absolutely has blown my mind how effective it is, how big of a difference it makes in so many different areas of your life. I would say if you allow it to, it can make a difference in every area of your life. It's all about learning how to break your addictive patterns. And I'm not just talking about addiction to things that we think about it being addicted to, alcohol, tobacco, pharmaceuticals, illicit drugs, those types of things, but even things like anxiety, depression, biting your fingernails, one of mine, all kinds of different things that we get addicted to. And when I say addicted, I mean basically just cyclical patterns that we follow over and over again. These patterns are established in many cases before we're even seven years old. And then we continue to develop them and new ones, and we certainly tend to entrench ourselves in the old ones the older we get. So if you ever wonder why you feel stuck in life, well, you're in these maps. You're in these maps that you may not have even set up for yourself, but they were set up for you when you were young. And now you're just following these maps, oftentimes to dead ends. We help you find what those maps are and establish new maps through NAAP. So on the 26th, you can get an introductory seminar to understand the ins and outs of what this really looks like in practice. And it will be presented by myself, as well as Rachel and Michelle at Vitality, the 26th, seven o'clock. It's 15 bucks for you and another five bucks for a family member or a friend that you'd like to bring with you. We're not looking to uh, break your bank for certain. We just want to get you this education because it is valid, it is powerful, and it can be, and in most cases is, truly game-changing and therefore life-changing. So again, on the 26th at 7, if you have questions about it or you want to sign up, call us, 801-292-6662. That's 801-292-6662. Okay, so I've got the announcements out of the way. And now it is time that I do what I love, the morning rant. In a world full of often confusing messages about health, let Jared be your guide through the smoke screens of corporate greed, media bias, government ineptitude, and propaganda. When you see what is really happening, you'll be ranting too. It's time to expose the hidden agendas. It's time for the truth. It's time for the vital rant. Okay, so here we go. With the rant today, it ties in exactly with two things. The Vitality Radio Live event that I did with Amanda Cotter just this last Wednesday. And then it also ties in with the whole rest of today's show because everything from here until the end of the show is all about something known as endocrine disruption or hormone disruption or chemical toxicity or xenoestrogen toxicity 
There's a variety of different ways that it's referred to, but regardless, that's what we're going to be talking about. And I'm excited about it because this is something that touches every single person who listens to this show and every single person that you know is impacted by this. So the rant is all about kind of the hows it happens and the whys, and then the rest of the show will be what we can do about it. So without further ado, I'm going to get into the rant. So the question I have is, are smallmouth bass trying to tell us something? About 85% of male smallmouth bass collected in national wildlife refuges in the northeastern United States had eggs growing in their testes. Pollutants that mimic sex hormones are the suspected culprit. Seems a little strange, yeah? 60 miles south of Montreal, near the U.S.-Canada border, the National Wildlife Refuge of Missiquoi, or Missiqua, not exactly sure, I think it's Missiqua, so we're going to go with that, is one of the most productive and pristine wetland ecosystems in the Northeast. Yet even here, scientists have found an abundance of fish with bizarre abnormalities that suggest exposure to hormone-disrupting water pollution. Now, this is according to National Geographic. And uh, I'll tell you, it is wild stuff. 85% of smallmouth bass, men, male, smallmouth, smallmouth bass, have eggs in their testes. It's not natural. There are no truly untouched areas. I think the takeaway here is that everything we do, everything we use or put on the land, ends up in the water at some point, says Luke Iwanowitz a U.S. Geological Survey fish researcher based in West Virginia who led the Wildlife Refuge study. What scientists don't know is what these feminized fish portend for the health of these species, for the environment, and perhaps for humans as well. When fish are getting intersex, which is what they call it, it's probably a good indication that something is wrong in the environment, says Vicki Blazer, a researcher at the U.S. Geological Survey's National Fish Health Research Laboratory in West Virginia. Intersex definitely is not normal, says Don Tillett of U.S. Geological Survey uh, Toxicology. The presence of female eggs in male testes indicates some kind of hormonal confusion. Scientists call this phenomenon endocrine disruption. Of course, these wildlife experts aren't sure what this means for humans, but in the next segment, I will tell you what we know it means. And I'm certain that we do not know all that it means as further research develops. What I can tell you for now is that these endocrine disruptors create all kinds of issues, symptoms from horrible PMS to terrible hot flashes to uh, low libido in both men and women, to anxiety, to depression, and even things like cancer. This is not something small and insignificant. This is a big, big deal, and we need to pay attention to it. So in the next segment, after the rant, I'll tell you what you can do about it. But as far as the rant goes, we're going to continue. Here in America, we have something known as the Environmental Protection Agency, the EPA. Now, I went online to check out and see what their mission statement is because near as I can tell, maybe they're not doing a great job of what I thought they were supposed to be doing in protecting the environment, right? But maybe I was wrong. Maybe their mission statement has nothing to do with protecting the environment. So I thought I better check it out. Our mission, 
The mission of EPA is to protect human health and the environment. Well, there you go. I guess I was right. That is their mission. EPA works to ensure that, one, Americans have clean air, land, and water. Now, they're clearly not talking about American fish, but maybe they're talking about American humans, and that's good. The number two would be national efforts to reduce environmental risks that are based on the best available scientific information. Now, as you'll learn later, those scientific information bits that they're using are provided by the very industries that they pretend to, I mean, that they say that they're regulating. Now, chemicals in the marketplace are reviewed for safety, they go on to say in their mission statement, as they like to call it. And then they're allowed into the marketplace regardless of those results. I don't know. I'm a little confused by the whole statement. Let's go to the FDA. Let's see what they're saying about it. The FDA mission statement is protecting consumers and enhancing public health by maximizing compliance of FDA regulated products and minimizing risk associated with these products. That includes number one, improving your health and number two, protecting your communities. They even go on to say something about how they're helping to prevent terrorism in all its various forms. Now, I had no idea the FDA was involved in counterterrorism, but hey, wait until you hear the rest of what they say they'll do for you. The agency has powers to protect the health of the public from both veterinary and human drugs by ensuring they meet certain standards of safety and efficiency, by ensuring all food products, medical and related devices, meet the set criteria. FDA directly contributes to the protection of the U.S. and global communities. Now, I want to, I, I highlighted a couple bits of that because I want to make sure it doesn't get overlooked. They uh, protect us both veterinary and human drugs by ensuring that they meet certain standards of safety. And then they say that they also protect us by ensuring food products, medicine, and related devices meet the set criteria. And they don't go on to say what the certain safety standards are or the set criteria. Interesting. Introduction. As an agency, they say, in the Health and Human Services Department, led fearlessly by the now immortal Dr. Tony Fauci, the FDA has proven it is the right body for consumer protection in the United States. It has an impressive track record, even if we do say so ourselves. Well, they didn't put that part in there. Of keeping departments in compliance with the national regulations and standards in various fields since 1906. Its mission and vision statements specify the areas and the products that FDA regulates, together with the strategies that make this organization a success. Have you ever heard a more self-congratulatory mission statement in your life? Are you kidding me? This organization is a success. We have an impressive track record. We are proven to be the right body for consumer protection, they say. You know, they need to say it because nobody else is saying it. Well, that's not true. Bill Gates says it. He says they're the gold standard and we know we trust him, right? No, no, we don't trust him. I promise. We really don't trust him. We don't trust him even a little bit. So maybe it could be a problem with the FDA too. I don't know. But once again, I ask you, 
with these two stellar agencies working so hard to keep us safe, why are our fish experiencing sex changes? Like literally, why are 85% of smallmouth bass, male smallmouth bass, carrying around eggs in their testes? And why are other species experiencing full sex changes or even becoming essentially bisexual when that's not part of nature? There are actually fish that do that naturally. We're not talking about those kind of fish. Why is that happening if the EPA and the FDA, the ones that regulate all these chemicals, are doing their job so effectively? Well, I'm going to say this. U.S. government agencies are compromised. I will say all of them are compromised. I don't care who it is. They have been infiltrated by corporate interest, by dirty government members, you know, like politicians. I mean, I know you probably trust politicians, but I don't. I've I just don't see it. I haven't found very many that I can trust. And I know that you probably feel the same way, really, although some of us still seem to think that some of them offer us some hope. But regardless, if we're talking about agencies that are set up and, I guess, regulated by politicians, and then a lot of their funding, including the FDA, come from the agencies that are, sorry, from the companies and corporations that they're actually supposed to be regulating I mean, most of FDA's funding actually comes from drug companies. And a lot of it comes from food companies. They are the food and drug agency. Seems like a slight conflict of interest to me. Now, in Europe and many other countries, there are differences in how things are regulated. And I'm not saying that European or Asian countries are necessarily better at this than we are all the way around. Okay, well, actually, I am going to say that. What I mean is, I'm sure that their governments have plenty of corruption in them as well. Maybe just not as much as we do here in the land of the free. So let's get into this. In Europe, FDNC red, number 40, and yellows five and six are either banned or have warning labels, which, by the way, have led companies to use many more natural colors because they want to avoid those warning labels. Why? Well, significant evidence of hyperactivity and other behavior issues in children, as well as cancer risk. These are the things that are coloring your Trix cereal, your Starburst candy, Skittles, and red vines, and about a billion other treats that we eat as adults and our children eat as well. They're banned or They have warning labels, you know, like those warnings on cigarettes. Yeah, those types of warnings in other countries, but not in America. In Europe, atrazine, which the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency says is estimated to be the most heavily used herbicide in the United States, was banned all the way back in 2003 due to concerns about its ubiquity as a water pollutant. Well, maybe that's why the smallmouth bass are uh, having problems. In Europe, a group of chemicals called neonicotinoid pesticides that have the European Commission say that they pose high acute risks to bees and have been placed under a two-year moratorium there. Those pesticides are still available here in the U.S. and are used on over 90% of the corn grown here, as as well as many other crops. 
And even though they have been identified in numerous scientific studies as toxic to bees and are considered likely contributors to the alarming global decline of these essential pollinators, well, they're still used here. Without bees, we don't have food. Keep that in mind. Number four, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration places no restrictions on the use of formaldehyde or formaldehyde-releasing ingredients in cosmetics or personal care products, yet formaldehyde-releasing agents are banned from these products in Japan and Sweden while their levels and that of formaldehyde are limited elsewhere in Europe. Use of lead-based interior paints, remember when that was a thing? Well, it was a thing until 1978 in America, but in France, Belgium, and Austria, in 1909, they banned it. 1909! And the rest of Europe before 1940. It only took us 38 more years to take lead out of paint. The disparity in standards between the EU and the U.S. has grown to the extent it touches almost every element of most Americans' lives. In cosmetics alone, the EU has banned or restricted more than 1,300 chemicals. And in the U.S., that's eight. 1,300 banned in the EU, eight in America, and three are restricted in America. That's a pretty big disparity indeed. In fact, the average American woman applies over 515 chemicals to her body every single day. And what we know about that, around 60% of that chemical load that's applied to a woman's body ends up in her bloodstream. Now, that's just what you're putting on or spraying on. That doesn't include air pollution, water pollution, plastic food containers, plastic water bottles, cleaning agents and detergents, air fresheners, air fresheners, what a bogus name that is, scented candles, dry cleaning. Yeah, that one's really toxic. What else? Canned foods, shower curtains, chemicals fed to animals, which then we feed to ourselves, pesticides, herbicides, and so on and so on and so on, even mattresses and carpets. You know that new car smell or that new home smell or that new carpet smell? That's chemicals and they aren't good for you and they're everywhere. Do you feel defeated yet? Well, I think some people probably do. I sometimes feel a little like, man, what are we supposed to do about it? Well, there's good news and there's bad news. The good news is that we can and do have the ability to avoid about 60 to 65% of these if we educate ourselves on what they are and where they come from, then yes, we can avoid about 60 to 65%. The bad news is just like those fish swimming around in that lake in what's supposed to be a pristine refuge, we're still stuck with 35 to 40% of these things, even if we live perfectly clean, which most of us don't. So then, is there any hope? Can we get rid of that other 35 to 40%? Well, I'm going to say I don't know that we can get rid of it entirely. We certainly can't get rid of the effects of all of it entirely, but we can detoxify our bodies and we can avoid these things. And so what I 
hope to impress on you with this rant is that if fish are literally becoming intersexed based on the chemicals that are leaching into the pools they swim in, then we as humans are actually exposed far more because we use that water too, eventually. And yes, it's chlorinated to get the bacteria out, but that chlorine is one of the most dangerous of chemicals that there is. And then we slather the stuff on our skin. We spray it on our hair, if we have hair. We use it all over the place. And it's not good. So what I hope to tell you in the second half of the show is the good news. We can get our livers working in a really, really productive, efficient way to detoxify a lot of this stuff. I'm going to stay short of saying all of it because I just think that we're stuck with a little bit. We can get rid of most of it. We can avoid the rest. I'm going to tell you what to avoid. I'm going to tell you how to get rid of the stuff that you have and how to help with some of the symptomology that comes from these imbalanced hormones. Because one of the things that's important to understand, and I would say the most important thing maybe to understand about this, is that the biggest impact of all this stuff is hormonal imbalance from what are called endocrine disruptors. When we disrupt endocrine, the endocrine system, I should say, the glands that produce hormones, neurotransmitters, and so on, we confuse the living hell out of our bodies. They don't know what to do because they're getting one signal from a fake estrogen and another signal from a real estrogen. And the dumbing down of testosterone that comes with it in both men and women, the confusion that creates all types of what are called, what are known as estrogen dominance inside the body, it's real. It leads to things like cancer, like really deadly disease, but it also can make you feel like crap, fatigue, anxiety, depression, insomnia, pain, headaches, inflammation, significant or severe PMS symptoms or menopausal symptoms, low libido in both men and women, and so many more, most of which can be avoided or reversed through the use of cleaner options than these chemicals and then things to help actually clean out the body. So we have to know this. The FDA, the EPA, and all the other organizations and agencies that have been tasked with protecting our health cannot be trusted. They should not be trusted. What they say they do Sometimes they actually do, but most of the time they seem to be under the influence. And what is that influence? Money and power. They've proven it time and time again, especially during this craziness of COVID, that the FDA, Fauci, and all these other groups don't necessarily have your best interest or mine at heart. And I absolutely believe that is the case. So when I come back, I'll tell you what you can do because the beauty of this show and what I try to accomplish with this show is simply to give you some information that you can use to better your health because we always have the power within us to do what we need to do to take care of ourselves. We don't need to rely on government agencies 
In fact, who the heck wants to rely on government agencies, right? Not I. That's what we'll talk about when we come back. Of course, Vitality Radio, always brought to you by Vitality Nutrition in Bountiful. Give us a call if you have any questions on anything you've heard. 801-292-6662. That's 801-292-6662. I'll be right back with the meat of the show when I, when I return. My name's Jared St. Clair, and this is Vitality Radio. After decades of helping people with their nutritional supplement needs, I have observed something that seems almost universal. People seem to have a lot of products that they have experimented with. Some might have been recommended by a blogger online, others from a magazine article, and yet another by a friend or family member. Information is coming at us at a rapid pace nowadays, and everyone has an opinion. The problem is that there is only one really big wild card in health and nutrition, and that wild card is you. I know you've heard the infomercials, seen the ads, or talked to that neighbor who has that cure-all product that can do it all for your health. The problem is, that supplement doesn't exist. What's right for your neighbor isn't always right for you. At Vitality Nutrition, we've been asking the right questions for years. What I mean by this is, we don't just sell supplements, we consult with our clients and ask them the key questions needed to make sure we match the right supplement to the right person. If you feel better about a team approach to your health, give us a call and one of our well-educated Vitality team members will answer your questions and help you find just what it is that you need to address your health concerns naturally. You can reach us at 801-292-6662. That's 801-292-6662. Or drop us an email, info at vitalityradiopod.com. That's info at vitalityradiopod.com. Welcome back to Vitality Radio. I'm your host each and every week. My name is Jared St. Clair, and I am excited for this next segment. I love these shows that I get to do where pretty much the whole show is one topic because I get a, feel like I get a deeper dive in. We did a really great event. The first Vitality Radio live event of 2021 just took place. And it was great. We talked about women's hormone balance or imbalance and what you can do, the ins and outs. And of course, I'm talking a lot about that today on the show as I decided I might as well kind of kill two birds with one stone here. But I want to announce that uh, we're doing another one. The first one was such a success. Everybody there said they wanted to come to another one and learn more. And with that being the case, we want to teach more. So Amanda Cotter and I are going to do another live event at Vitality Nutrition. Now, this one is a little different. Yesterday was for women. This one is for couples or singles. But the one parameter is that it's really focused on parents. So you can certainly bring your spouse or significant other. You can come solo if you prefer to do that, or if there isn't a spouse or significant other, whichever way works, we're happy and welcoming of all, but we will be talking about a lot of techniques you can specifically use with your kids. Now, we will also emphasize things that can be used for your grandkids. So if there's no kids in the house, but you have uh, kids in your family, we certainly will do that. Now, Lest you think that this entire event is going to be about kids, it's not. We're going to talk about how moms and dads can de-stress, relax, how you can function on a stress-free, 
calm and I got this state of mind while all hell is breaking loose, <laughs> or at least it seems that way uh, in the world today. So we have all these different things going on, everything from COVID to the politics of COVID to the politics of the presidency and a million other things, a lot of stuff going on locally here where I am in Utah and of course nationally and even internationally. And between what you might see on the news and what you see on Facebook and Instagram and YouTube and so on and so on and so on, wow, there's a lot of overwhelm in the world right now. And what we aim to do is give you some lifestyle hacks, some supplement hacks, some food hacks, a lot of things that you can do that you probably have not heard before, some things you'll probably be familiar with, but I promise you there will be a ton of new information for you. Amanda and I will be uh, team teaching it much like we did uh, earlier this week with the women's hormone class. Now, a little difference this time too, we have decided that we're going to expand it instead of just going an hour and a half because... The last one went over two hours, which we planned on an hour and a half, which was great. Lots of questions and answers, which we loved. We're going to start at 5.30 instead of 6.30. So a little earlier, hopefully that works for your schedule or you can make it work for your schedule. It'll go all the way until about 8, but there will be a taster's table. So we'll have food that Amanda will be providing, specifically foods that actually help to promote lower inflammation and lower stress response or better stress response, I should say, from the body. And we're going to have a bunch of handouts and activities. It's going to be a lot of fun. I think you'll really, really enjoy it. It's February 9th. It'll be at 5.30 p.m. at Vitality Nutrition and Bountiful at 107 South, 500 West. It is $25 for a couple, $15 for a single. And if you've got two people that are single that want to come together, we'll charge you 25 bucks as well. We're happy to oblige anybody that wants to come and listen to us. So that's the second Vitality Live event of the year, Vitality Radio Live event of the year. Again, it will be the 9th of February. That's Tuesday night at 5.30 p.m. at Vitality Nutrition. We will be reserving spots because we only have so many available. Please give us a call, 801-292-6662. That's 801-292. 292-6662. Now, on top of that, I want to remind you that if you are not listening to Vitality Radio as a podcast and you're hearing it on the radio, thank you. I greatly appreciate that. But the podcast gives you a lot of flexibility. You can listen to old shows. You can re-listen to shows that maybe you missed part of. You can share shows with friends and family. You can uh, search shows in terms of category. You go to vitalityradio.com or any of your favorite podcast apps. And soon enough, it will also be on YouTube. So that is a great way to find Vitality Radio and not necessarily have to just catch it in this one hour window on the radio. Okay, I'm going to get into the topic at hand here. As I talked about in the uh, the uh, rant, we have a lot of toxicity that we're dealing with. So now the next things I want to do are discuss basically for the next four things that you need to know, I guess. I'm going to talk about what 
these things do, the symptoms. I know I touched on that right before the break, but I don't feel like I did a very good job of that. So I'm going to go into a little bit more detail for both men and women. How do you tell if you've got endocrine disruptors in your body, estrogen dominance, things like that? I will tell you that I know you do to some degree because we're inundated with these things. But in terms of symptomology, maybe you're not experiencing as much as somebody else. Maybe you're experiencing a whole lot more. So let's start with men. Men, the most common ones are reduced sex drive, erectile dysfunction, low testosterone levels, infertility, uh, reduced uh, sperm count, feeling exhausted, losing hair all over your body, shrinking muscle mass, uh, reduced growth in actually in young men. That's actually a fairly common thing. Uh, Men that don't uh, maybe get quite as tall as genetically you would think they should. That is uh, something that has now been linked to excess of estrogen. Loss of bone density, a sudden feeling of hot heat, like hot flashes. Yes, that can happen in men as well. Brain fog, trouble focusing, and mood disorders, anxiety, depression, things like that. In women, endometriosis, PMS, irregular periods, fibroids or ovarian cysts, breast lumps, cellulite, infertility, thyroid nodules, PMS symptoms that are more extreme than typical PMS uh, symptoms, Uh, excessive bleeding during your cycle. Let's see, what else? Cancer of the breast, uh, uterine cancer, ovarian cancer, and in both, uh, and in men, prostate cancer, colon cancer in both men and women. Headaches are another major one. Weight gain, particularly around the midsection, decreased libido, uh, fatigue, hot flashes. Those are the signs. They are big and they are a, there are a lot of them. So now I want to talk to you about what you need to avoid to get as many of these chemicals, to keep as many of these chemicals out of your body as possible and what you can do for alternatives. Because many of these things that I'm going to tell you to avoid, you probably use almost every day and you may actually enjoy using. So I'm going to give you some alternatives that I use, that I have personally tested out, that I love and that I believe you will too, if you'll give them a shot. Then I'll talk about the best things you can do in both food and supplements to detoxify these things from your body. And that is how I'll wrap up the show. Okay, so the avoids. Now, there are a bunch, and I would have to do three shows to give you all of them, but these are the big ones. Anything with an artificial scent. So we're talking scented candles, plugins, Febreze, those types of things. Instead, Essential oils or natural products, natural candles with essential oils as their uh, scent, Uh, wax melts that have essential oils, those types of things. If you'd like your house to smell really nice, you can do it naturally. And the beauty of essential oils is they also have these side benefits as opposed to side effects. You can make your own. You can use diffusers to diffuse the essential oils into into your home or even your car. And there's an essential oil made by a local company called Purify called Clean and Clear that I absolutely love. You can use it to help clean your house and you can help use it to literally clear the air. It is awesome stuff and it smells fantastic. This next group, chemical cleaners, detergents, disinfectants, and so on. Think Lysol, Clorox, scrubbing bubbles, um, you know, tub and tile cleaner, CLR, you name it, that group of, of chemicals. Also laundry detergents and fabric softeners and chlorine bleach and dishwasher uh, detergent and dish soap. The list goes on and on. There's a lot of those. Instead, you can clean 
pretty much everything in your house with something called an e-cloth. The e-cloth literally works with just water and it works beautifully. It kills, or it doesn't kill, it clears away 99% of bacteria, viruses, and fungi. Uh, whenever you wipe with an e-cloth, your countertops, your tables, things like that. There are mops, there are uh, glass cleaners and window cleaners. I will tell you that your mirrors will never look more beautiful than if you clean them with an e-cloth, and that's with just water. It's hard to believe until you've done it, but they are amazing. Uh, at Vitality, we carry the entire line of e-cloth, just about everything that you would need. It is literally the only type of cloth that I use in my home, and they are absolutely awesome. You can also use some natural things like white vinegar can clean a whole lot of things that you may not think it can. Molly Suds is my favorite detergent for the uh, laundry machine. And then also borax is a great additive to your uh, laundry along with white vinegar to clean your clothes. Sometimes I just use those two things. Really simple. The next group, artificial cosmetics, creams and lotions, shampoos, conditioners, soaps, deodorants, and especially antiperspirants. Those are all pretty gnarly, nasty, have a lot of stuff in them. Remember in the first half, I said the average woman is putting on, applying to her body 515 different chemicals every single day. I can help you get away from those things. You just have to get educated on what alternatives actually work really well. I've got a few that I love. Amine Naturals, which is a, a little company in Tooele. We just started carrying their stuff about three or four months ago. They're fantastic. They have deodorants. They have hand soaps and bath soaps. They have body washes. They have lotions, those types of things. Bath bombs, fantastic brand. Also, Coco Fiji, my absolute favorite lotion. Man, their stuff is amazing. They also have a coconut oil that is as moisturizing as just about anything I've ever seen. And then Think Sport is my favorite deodorant. Although I will say the Aminé deodorant is right there with it. They're both great and they work wonderfully without clogging up your pores and uh, putting aluminum into your body that you do not need. Lip balms, chapstick, Carmex, and the like. Instead, look for organic but also try to avoid certain brands. Big mass market organic brands are not often great in terms of quality. They may be okay, but in terms of where your money goes, maybe not so much. I personally avoid Burt's Bees as they are owned by Clorox. And Clorox, of course, is one of the companies actively selling these chemicals that actually cause these types of health concerns. So funding their operation, even though you're buying a more natural product that they produce, probably not a great idea. Try to stay small if you can. There are a lot of wonderful local cosmetic products, lip balms and things like that that can be found at local farmer's markets and things like that. Absolutely, that's the way to go. Nourish the, the people around you who are putting the effort in to do this stuff instead of the corporations who really just don't care much about anything but your money. The next thing would be plastic bottles and food containers. I just discovered a few months ago, Blender Bottle. Now, you know Blender Bottle. I didn't discuss that a few months ago. That's the little shaker cup that has the wire whisk in it. If you're not familiar with it, it's the best thing for protein shakes for sure. But it's fantastic for scrambling eggs as well. Well, the cool thing, oh, and it's awesome, awesome for pancake batter, but a lot of stuff like that. They have a stainless steel one, a double-walled stainless steel. It keeps your protein shake cold for 20 hours. It'll also keep your water cold for 20 hours and it still has the blender ball in it. I love 
that product. You can also get Hydro Flask, Yeti, those types of things are available. But the blender bottle for me is the best of the best because you get the whisk bottle in there too that you can use to make sure you're agitating things well enough and getting a good mix. You're just talking about drinking water, a stainless steel, double walled, fantastic. And there's lots of those available on the market. We have them at Vitality, but you can certainly find them lots of other places as well. Also, glass bottles work really well. And if you're going to store your food, get away from the Tupperware, get away from the Rubbermaid and start using glassware. It's not that expensive. They have locking ceiling lids now. They work just like Tupperware. It's a much, much better option. And uh, that way the plastic doesn't leach into your food. Water from the tap. We want to avoid tap water. And that is not that hard to do because there's a lot of options out there as far as avoiding drinking water. However, when we're showering or bathing, that's a little bit different. We now have shower filters and bath filters that are fantastic to take a whole lot of the chlorine out. Chlorine is one of the big chemicals that really does create a lot of agitation and irritation in the system and a lot of the symptoms that I've talked about previously. And then sunscreen. Oh my goodness. I realize it's the middle of winter, but uh, if you're going skiing and you usually put a little sunscreen on then, or if you want to just hold on to this little nugget until spring, sunscreen is one of the most toxic things that there is. And we are taught to slather it on multiple times a day. If we're going to be out in the sun, you can do better. There are natural sunscreens that are fantastic. My two favorite brands are Think Sport and All Good, but there are quite a few really good brands out there. Those happen to be the ones I've had the best success with. Pesticides, herbicides, weed killers, Roundup, that sort of thing. White vinegar, soap, and water is a fantastic weed killer. We actually have a recipe for that at Vitality that we can print out and give to you. But you can find some really great recipes online just by Googling natural homemade weed killers, uh, natural homemade pesticides, things like that. White vinegar actually works pretty well for ants from in most cases. Uh, so those are going to be much, much better and don't cause those endocrine disrupting uh, activities inside the body. And then the last one I'm going to mention, even though there are more, unfortunately, is artificial food dyes. If you see a number at the bottom of your ingredients list, number 40, number six, number five, it'll usually be preceded with something like red, blue, or yellow. Well, that's an artificial color and you don't want those. So find ones that are colored naturally. And it'll usually say that right on the front of the label, but you can look in the ingredients list. And sometimes even things like gummy bears of all things can be colored with beet juice, spinach, or turmeric because spinach makes a great green, beets make a great red, and turmeric makes a great yellow. And so uh, I've actually even done natural dye for Easter eggs with my kids and they turn out absolutely beautiful. There's so many good options, tons of alternatives. You just have to be aware of the stuff you should avoid and then replace it with the stuff that works as well or even better that won't kill you. That's the whole idea. Now, what do you want to add to your diet to help detoxify on kind of a daily basis? Well, there's a couple of things. Lemon water each morning, a fresh squeezed lemon in your water, and you can do it as dilute or as undiluted as you'd like. There are some people who say even just a straight, fresh squeezed lemon uh, juice, swig it down, is amazing. And I believe that is the case. However, that's pretty tart for some people, pretty sour. So diluting it in water is okay as well. And that's one of the best things you can do to cause the liver to flush and drain and get rid of that stuff. Dandelion tea, dandelion capsules, or even dandelion greens, you can pick right out of your own yard if you haven't sprayed them. 
uh, are great on uh, in salad or in a smoothie and are fantastic detoxifiers. Turmeric, turmeric powder added to your cooking like they do in Indian cuisine is fantastic. It's anti-inflammatory and it very much helps to support the liver with its detoxification. Of course, you can also do turmeric as a supplement. And the last thing, and perhaps maybe the most important thing would be cruciferous vegetables. The big five that most people are the most aware of that maybe eat you eat the most often would be cabbage, cauliflower, kale, I always forget one, cabbage, cauliflower, kale, broccoli, or Brussels sprouts, but there's actually about 21 or so of these bok choy and rutabaga and things like that are in there as well. Uh, These are fantastic for breaking down the chemicals specifically that we're talking about so that the liver can then flush them out. They are wonderful foods for that. About a half a cup a day of cruciferous vegetables, which is not that much if you think about it. What's a half a cup of broccoli look like? Not much. They can even be steamed. You don't have to eat them raw. So, and you can put them in your smoothie. You can do a lot of different things with them. But half a cup is believed to help you stay on top of this endocrine disrupting thing. So if you're avoiding these things, As I stated in the beginning of the show, you can only avoid about 60%, which is great. It's better than not avoiding any of it, but there's still 35 or 40% in the environment that you will get whether you like it or not. And so you still have to be vigilant about getting this stuff flushed out of the body. And the cruciferous vegetables are one of the best things. As far as supplements go, there are two products that I'm in love with, and I'm going to tell you a little secret. Don't tell the company I said this. Actually, I don't think they care, but a company called Natural Factors that I love makes a product called EstroSense, and they finally started making one called AndroSense. It is identical. It is the same product with the same ingredients, just a different label. It's just they're marketing one towards women and one towards men, and two of those a day is about as good a supplement as I can recommend for estrogen balance and hormone balance for really helping to detoxify these chemicals because it has the compounds what's called IC3, DIM, and calcium deglucurate, those three compounds, two of which are found in cruciferous vegetables as well, that help to break down and metabolize the estrogens. And then it has a really, really good little um, blend of herbs for detoxification of the liver. Because if your liver is not detoxified or your colon is not detoxified, you can break these things down as much as you want. They can't leave. They need assistance from those vital organs. So with that being the case, if you deal with constipation, get on top of that. There's a few ways you can do it. Natural magnesium supplements, particularly magnesium citrate or oxide, tend to work really well for constipation. But you can also use a product called Lean and Clean. That's one I actually developed years ago. Very, very cool and simple formula, but it works really, really well. Most people find that they're able to do a very good colon cleanse in a short term, anywhere from 10 to 15 days. Some people will do it a little bit longer, but it actually helps with the assistance of the kidneys, the liver, and the colon and cleansing. And it can help with constipation issues, but it can also help to open things up so that your body can get rid of the stuff that we're talking about in this episode of the show. And then there is a great liver cleanse product. It's called Liver Fix. Now, Liver Fix is phenomenal stuff. It is very, very comprehensive because it does help to detoxify the liver, yes, but it also helps with restoring proper liver function and producing a higher level of something called glutathione, 
Glutathione is the most powerful antioxidant in the human body, and it is critical to proper liver function and liver health. So it actually helps to restore liver function to a higher state, essentially, at the same time as helping the liver to detoxify these things. So oftentimes what I'll do is recommend lean and clean if you're not having two to three regular bowel movements a day. And start there along with maybe some magnesium. If your bowels are moving okay and you don't think constipation is an issue for you, then you can go straight to the liver fix. You do liver fix for 30 to 60 days, depending on a variety of things, but you can talk to us and we'll help you determine the best way to do that. And of course, you want to be drinking a lot of clean water when you're detoxifying with these things. Then you can move to either the EstroSense or AndroSense to help to start detoxifying, break these compounds down and get them out of our body. These chemicals need the path to travel through, which would be the liver and the colon, but they also need to be metabolized so that they can leave. And that's the combination of what those three things do. And then one little secret weapon that I absolutely love is called Nightburn. Nightburn actually has a couple of things in it that help with a better detoxification experience while you sleep. It's actually believed in both Ayurvedic and Chinese medicine that the liver dumps at night. It does a high percentage of its detoxifying at night between about one and three in the morning. In fact, if that's what's happening and you happen to be someone who has a hard time sleeping at night because you wake up somewhere in that neighborhood, one to 3 a.m. on a pretty regular basis, you may actually have a hard time detoxifying your liver. That can be an indicator of that. And the night burn can help with that because it actually helps you with the deeper state of more REM sleep, the production of more growth hormone and dopamine, and it actually helps the liver to detoxify while you're sleeping. So those are my favorites in this category. They're a little different for everybody. Of course, as usually is the case, I don't have as many minutes as I need in a show to get all this information out to you. But uh, we certainly can help you with any questions that you have at Vitality Nutrition. You just give us a call, 801-292-6662. One thing I will tell you before I forget, uh, the, the EstroSense and the AndroSense, I typically recommend for at least three months straight. And then depending on your situation, what you're dealing with, sometimes longer. And then the liver fix, typically just a month, but I do recommend a good liver cleanse at least once a year. And then things like the lemon water, dandelion, you can do absolutely every day if you'd like. The cruciferous vegetables, I highly encourage those every day. So that's kind of the, gives you an idea of how long these things should be used and how they can be used. So that's uh, the idea there. And again, I've gone through this. I didn't breathe very much in the second half of the show because I knew I had a lot to touch on. Didn't elaborate too much on things, but hopefully it's been really interesting to you. I hope that it's taught you some things that you didn't already know. My biggest goal here is to give you alternative ideas that maybe you're not aware of and frankly just shed the light on stuff that you may never have heard about. So I hope that happens on a regular basis when you're listening to this show. If you like what you hear, go tell somebody. I am uh, trying to get up to 100 five-star reviews on uh, Apple podcasts, and I could absolutely use, use your review if you love the show. I would love for you to share it with your friends and family. That's the most important thing. Try and get the word out to as many people as we can to try and improve all of our communal health because we need it in this country. There's a lot of, lot of sick people, and I'm not talking about COVID. I'm talking about all kinds of disease. It is running rampant, and one of the biggest reasons 
I believe, is chemical toxicity and the inability of the body to detoxify these things. So that's what it's all about. Uh, if you have questions about anything you heard, you call us at 801-292-6662. That's 801-292-6662. And if you want to attend the class on uh, for parents uh, to learn about how to help your kids cope in a stress-filled world while you cope as well, we can help you with all kinds of things. It's going to be a fun night. It's a Vitality Radio live event, the second one of the year with Amanda Cotter and myself on the 9th of February. Call for details, 801-292-6662. Thank you so much. I'm Jared St. Clair, and this is Vitality Radio. You've been listening to the Vitality Radio podcast. Enjoy your week. In the meantime, Jared will be feverishly searching for the latest nutrition info to educate you on and wading into mounds of propaganda to help steer you through it. Vitality Radio is researched and written by Jared St. Clair, produced by Elizabeth Joy Windham, with very limited help from Jared. Our awesome music is by Brian Bob Young. Support Vitality Radio by subscribing and giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or your favorite podcast source. Don't forget to follow us at Vitality Radio on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Please let us know your thoughts about this episode by using the hashtag Vitality Radio Podcast. And if you like what you hear, go tell somebody with a share, a screenshot, or an airdrop. Thank you. Hello, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Vitality Radio. Just a reminder that this podcast is for educational purposes only. This podcast has not been evaluated by the FDA. This podcast is provided with the understanding that the information shared is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This podcast is not a substitute for professional care by a medical professional. Thank you.